So we are looking at the fourth skanda aggregate of compositional factors, as it's called here. We previously did 51 psychic factors, and it has a couple different parts. I believe we said six. A was omnipresent factors, B determining factors, and we're coming up on the virtuous factors. A lot of factors. A lot of factors factoring in. <laughs> 11, 11 virtuous factors. So there's 11 of them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I just want to make sure I'm ready for this. Where are you? So what are this? So this all falls under, again, compositional factors in 51 of these things. Okay. I see a lot of myself here. Shame, embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> but good stuff. Conscientiousness. Yeah. Non-harmfulness. Yeah, I think you know just the fact that you know having a being a, being a human in a human body, you know, it's like a. I was talking about this the other day in class about the. It's kind of like the more awake you get, the the, the more humor there is, as far as how you get to view all these things, because you know what other kind of being is just fully loaded like this, with all these this, the potential to 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 experience 11 virtuous factors and all the you know six root afflictions and all those things uh like oh and also so the the 11 virtuous factors what you're going to notice is that uh if you're listening is that often what they do the buddhists do they'll write something down in a negative way like they'll say non-attachment mm. or they'll say non-hatred. Instead of saying love, they'll say non-hatred. Instead of saying wisdom, they'll say non-ignorance. Uh, that confused me for a while. Why would they do that? And then I started to get a sense of, because if you do that, it kind of covers all the, it covers the bases of uh, it's important to know that you're not doing something, mm. you know, because they're all about the cessation. Um, like, for instance, it's a in Buddhism, it's a virtue if something is not happening that that is that does often happen. Like, um, if you're in deep meditation, for instance, and you actually manage to reach deep meditation, and you're hanging out. You're not really thinking too much, and if you if you are thinking, it's not like an affliction. So you're free of affliction. So you're not having negative thoughts. Buddhism calls that virtuous activity. It calls that a virtue because you're not doing non-virtue. Yeah. In a time and space that there's so much non-virtue that people are engaging in, that when that's not happening you take notice, you know? Um, and I also like it for, it's like, um, right, I had it the other day. If you do something, right, if you wanna, if you wanna make something happen, like, uh, like your book, if I wanna write a novel, 
it'll happen if I put the work in. And what Buddhism, Buddhism points out is, but more, almost more importantly, it won't happen if you don't put the work in. And so there's something about recognizing that, that absence of, it won't happen if I don't put the work in. In the same way is, karmically speaking, I won't get a negative result if I don't hurt anybody mm -hmm. is just as important and maybe even more powerful than saying, I will get a good result if I am kind to somebody. Yeah. If there's a space there that they play with, they play in the negative space, uh, which I, I love that about Buddhism.